Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today's episode is going to be rather short, but I hope it's very power packed. So the question is, do you overgive? So first of all, let me just say that uh, this message that I'm talking about today is maybe more for me than it is for you. Uh, So if you're a regular listener, you understand that I never just get up on my soapbox and tell people, you know, this is how it should be. Uh, But many of the lessons, I would say probably the majority of the lessons that I teach are really things that I've either gone through or I'm going through right now. Now I will tell you this, that I have struggled uh, greatly in the past uh, with giving too much. And, and somebody might say, well, that's not possible, but it really is. You can give too much of yourself to other people. And why? Why do we overgive? Um, you know, that, that really is the question for us to kind of consider. But when we overgive, we are out of balance, Okay, we're out of balance. And balance is such a really, uh, maybe harmony, right? Balance and harmony are so important. When we overgive, we think that we're helping, right? Uh, You might overgive to your children, right? My, uh, we have a a rule here. Well, excuse me, I have a rule. Uh, You get a once in a lifetime pass if you've forgotten something and you need it at school, whether it be your lunch or your homework or band uniform, whatever it might be. You can call on me, but that's one, right? Because I want to help my children by understanding, um, you know, them realizing I need to take care of myself, right? And two of the three kids have already called on their their once in a lifetime one. uh, And the other one, you know, could be any time. But the definition of help is not that I would bend over backwards and and bring things to you right away. But my definition of help for that is that you would be responsible and you'd be taking care of yourself. But there are other ways in which we give too much. Uh, we might say yes to our boss way too much in, and we work too many hours and therefore we don't have enough time to be with our kids, right? Um, you could say yes too much to um, a significant other or, you know, your boyfriend or your lover or whatever you want to call it, where you're not maybe taking care of yourself, but you're taking more care of that person, there are a million ways that you can overgive. I have a dear friend. Um, he he is coming to me for some financial help, and uh, one of the things that we've realized is that he a- absolutely loves to give to different charities and and organizations that are helping people, um, and that's not a bad thing. However, he's not paying his own bills right? And so he's overgiving. He's got to pay his own bills first and then give of the excess. Okay. So when we overgive, we think we're helping, but we're, we're really not because we're out of balance. If we're not taking care of ourselves, like my friend, you know, he's, he's like, I, I'm, I have to ask, you know, a friend for a loan because I've given too much money. Okay. Now you're out of balance. Okay. Those of us who are overgivers, we understand this. We feel that feeling of being out of balance. And when we come to a place where we can receive, so we can um, 
you know, receive from other people or even just think about, you know, the desires that we want and go after that. Maybe give to ourselves. So in essence, we're giving and receiving. We come more into balance. So my friend, when he pays his bills first, guess what? He doesn't have to rely on other people to give him money, but he can still give. And we're trying to work with him that if he wants to give even more, how can he increase his income so he can give more, right? Um, you know, if you're, if you're always giving, 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 giving to your family and you're not asking for something in return um, when you need it, you're, you're going to be out of balance. But when you say, Hey guys, I have an issue with this. <laughs> you know, I've got three teenagers and, and they're in summer and they, they tend to think, you know, that they, they don't need to do anything around the house. Uh, I have an issue with that. Here I am. I'm, I'm still going to school. I'm, I'm still building a business. I'm, you know, doing all of these wonderful, lovely things and, and, you know, putting food on the table and all that kind of stuff. Hey, how about you take out the trash, right? <laughs> so, I'm not going to be the one to do everything, um, but we can do do this as a partnership, right? We're we're having more balance. So the one thing I know is that when we really focus on our wants or our desires, not just I need this, but you know, what is a desire of your heart, right? Really think about that. And it has to be for you because most of our over givers, let's face it, we are very other centered. And when I say, what is it something that you really want in life? You know what I'm going to hear? Oh, I want my kids to be happy. I want my kids to be healthy. And yes, we all want that. Absolutely. But what do you want in your life for you? What is one thing that you want? Now, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be a physical thing like a, you know, new car or something like that, but it could be. Uh, It could be greater sense of peace. It could be, you know, more connection to nature. Um, You name it. It could be anything. But you see, when you really focus on that want or that desire, do you feel your heart kind of filling up with joy when you think about that thing? I know I do. And when we go after that desire, so let's say, uh, you know, and a, a friend of mine, she, she really wants to be more connected to nature. And so she's talking about going on more trips that she can go around the world and uh, experience nature in, in various ways. So when she talks about going on these trips, she lights up right? She has joy in her heart. Now, I believe that we're given these, these desires uh, by source, okay, whatever you term your higher power. And that when we not only talk about those things, but when we do something that goes after it, like she's got, you know, in her head, she's got at least a dozen trips that she wants to, to have. And so instead of thinking about all of the dozen, which one do you do you want to put into play? And let's put it on the calendar and let's start saving money for that, right? When you start going after that desire, guess what? It's a very high energy vibration because of that joy. And I believe that we've all been given those desires to kind of pull us out of our comfort zone and into something greater for us. And when we go after that desire for ourselves, Rather than trying to, to overgive and overshare for, with other people, but when we go after that desire for ourselves and not waiting on other people to do that, we place value on ourselves. We value ourselves more 
when we're going after our own desires than when we're, you know, over giving to other people, you know, that, that whole sacrifice, martyr, victim mentality. Um, I, man, I used to live in that like all day, every day for years and years and years. And I got to tell you the, the being on the other side of that and realizing, okay, nobody's going to die my death for me and nobody's going to live my life for me. And yes, I want to serve. I want to help. I want to, you know, and I've designed my life that I can do that. However, I know I've got to put myself first. I've got to give to myself first and go after my desires because when I'm in that high energy, you know, love, joy, peace, passion, uh, gosh, I can help more people. And when I value myself and give to myself first, I can now go and give more value to other people. And guess what? When you do that, other people are going to start to value you more. Because here's the thing, when you start to overgive, people take you for granted. They, they, they just, you know, take advantage of you. You know, the example with the children, my husband, he doesn't ascribe to this whole once in a lifetime, bring something to school thing. So he is more apt to say yes. Now he doesn't say it all the time, but he does say yes. Sometimes that's on him and my kids know it. So if they have something that they need, guess who they call? Well, they don't call mom, right? Cause they know mom's going to say no. And they also understand why, but in the moment, they'll call on my husband because they know he will do it. Okay. And he will say yes, because he feels led to do that. Okay. So the one thing, you know, that, that whole value piece, uh, and I'm not saying that my kids don't value my husband, but I think they value me more in those moments because they realize mom has a no, there's a boundary there. Right. Whereas with my husband, it's more, Oh, I can get what I want. Bosses do this all the time. They find out who's going to say yes, no matter what. And they'll just continue to give you work over and over and over and over again until you say no. And as soon as you say no, guess what? They'll go to somebody else who they know will say yes. So it's not that, you know, hey, I'm the greatest employee of the world. No, you just keep saying yes. And so when will you have that boundary, that line there to say, I have to take care of myself right now? So I'm really encouraging you today to really think about what is a dream or a desire that you have. Now, listen, you don't have to go after it today, but can you take just a few minutes, maybe five minutes today to think about the one thing you really want and, and really maybe create a, an image in your mind about you know, what is it going to look like or feel like or be like if you have that thing? So if you want to go on vacation, if you want to switch your jobs, if you want to spend time in nature, if you, you know, want to just feel peace, create a picture in your head about what that would look like and really try to get in touch with what would that feel like inside your body, right? What, what feelings would you have if you uh, went after that thing? And then ask yourself, what is one tiny thing that you can do today to go after that thing that you say that you want? Okay. If you want to spend more time in nature and you want to go traveling like my friend does, awesome. So maybe you can, you know, put a date on your calendar. That's your one, one step. Or maybe you say, you know what, I'm going to continue thinking about it, but at least for right now, I'm just going to go sit outside and think about it, right? Connect with nature outside. Or maybe you want a new car. Awesome. 
What kind of new car do you want? Have you looked into it? And instead of looking at prices or anything like that, but really think about what do you want in that new car? And maybe go look at um, a, a website that has car listings. Not, not to find something or buy something, but just to find the one that you want, right? So when we do this process of, of connecting with our dream and desire, really seeing that as an image in our head um, and really feeling that and do that one small action step, guess what? It's like the universe decides, you know what? You are really serious about this and I'm going to help you. Okay. So again, it's okay to give. It's okay to serve. Actually, we want to be a servant leader in whatever way we can. However, we've got to start with ourselves first. And I say us because I'm involved in this too. Okay. So instead of over giving, back up just a little bit and say, have I given to myself first? Am I at that higher level of energy where I can go and I can serve others today? And do I have good boundaries so that I'm actually placing value on myself? Okay. Awesome. Hey, I hope this has been helpful today. Uh, if you need anything, please feel free to reach out and, and email me uh, and, and I, I'll see what I can do to help you. Okay. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.